the early 21st century, magic reawakened on Earth, and alongside it, a new human race with orcs, elves, trolls, dwarves, and others. Humanity became metahumanity. As technology proliferated and greatly advanced in the awakened world, global megacorporations seized ever more power, becoming de facto states with their own laws, courts, and armed forces. The corporations attempt to control all aspects of modern life. This has led to a vast and complex criminal underground which works for and against corporate interests. The independent career criminals who do what others can't or won't are called Shadowrunners. The year is 2101. Welcome to Fun City. Previously on Fun City, the team was hired by notorious egg haver Yuri to steal a boat from Jast Reclamation, owned and operated by Jast Columnar, a powerful dark mage who makes and deals firearms and orichalcum, used as a kind of awakened plutonium, a raw material for magical processes. To infiltrate Jast, Lux disguised himself as Balto Cuddle, Jast's well-meaning head of security. He did some recon, while the rest of the team, who snuck in on a scrap ship with Gabriel's help, searched for the boat, which they found, and which Gabriel repaired to working condition. It didn't take Jast long to see through their ruse, though. In a stroke of bad luck, Lux broke his Balto mask and, unable to find a Mrs. Doubtfire cream pie, has just come face to face with the man himself. Lux is about to explain his actual motivations for trespassing on Jast. I'm sorry. It's the final. It's the final piece of the bachelor party scavenger hunt. Is to come in and get a piece of scrap from the yard. Take off my mask. I apologize. Uh, roll con. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Come on. This is bullshit. Wow. I'm, I'm glad my plan uh, is. The log. The log. Yeah. I am going to give you. A minus two dice penalty. Oh God! Uh, this is a big con. He is not. He is not predisposed to, to buy this. <laughs> oh shit! I only got four hits. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I uh, <laughs> I can kind of I can't really read him very well. His, his scleral contacts um, look uh, very scary. So I actually just start running. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jast Kalunar raises a single empty hand and casts Levitate on Lux. Shit. This is bad. <laughs> Can I say quickly as a free action, tell my team quickly that he's got me. I the wizard, <laughs> the mage has got me on the tugboat. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. I tell the team that. So this is an opposed test, mm-hmm. and you're going to roll strength plus body. Lux has only got a couple of tools, and it's not these tools. Okay. Oh. oh, that was a good roll over here. Taylor's good at ro- rolling well. Holy Christ, Taylor. shit. Uh, so before, oh we get, before we get any further, he has to resist drain. Mm-hmm. What force did you roll there? 
It looked low. Brief me on drain, real quick. Uh, you had to have declared a force of I the d- spell. Yeah. Okay. What? Is, I got that number in my head. What's the spell say that? F three. F minus three. Yeah. So whatever your force minus three is, what you need to roll. And then he is also a chaos magician. So what do you roll when you roll drain? I do intuition and will. So Taylor. Okay, I see. Yep, very cool. So whatever your force is, minus three, roll Uh. intuition plus will. And then if you get a bigger number, you're fine. I was shooting for three. I got two. So you take one stun damage. Hmm. Uh, okay, Lux. Uh, did you uh, did you roll? Oh, I only had one. I only got one. You only got one. Yeah. Better than zero and better, better than, than glitching. glitching. Lux, as you try to run out of the tugboat, yes. and make a break for it into the scrapyard, suddenly you just feel the ground drop from beneath your feet, and you feel pleasantly weightless. Yeah. In a way that you never have before until you realize what's happening, and then. The weight of the situation becomes a bit crushing. Is, is he? Is, are his legs like running in midair? Is he trying to run? Yes. <laughs> it's like when you hold a dog above the water. Yes. <laughs> You're probably about seven feet off the ground. It's pretty high. You are no longer above the boat. In fact, you are now above the water between the tugboat and the dock. Jast examines you. Cut back to the party barge. Okay, so we have received his message, and we're thinking... Can we can we see what's going on? No. Okay. We're thinking we should... He's in trouble. Yeah, he's in trouble, and we should take this this we party just, boat over there. We should take the party to them. Yeah. yeah. You see Gabe reach into the instrument panel of this 250-foot Corvette warship that has been turned into a, a zoo party barge. <laughs> yeah, bruh. <laughs> and he pulls the universal data cable out from the instrument panel and plugs it into the port that's um, in his left temple. And you see him sort of like gaze off into the middle distance and the boat lurches forward and starts to move through the wide canals of Jast Reclamation. And you hear Gabe's voice replace the sud over the intercom. And he says, where to? Let's go rescue our dipshit friend. Yeah, let's slam this boat right into that mage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, can we drive the boat into Jazz? <clears throat> well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the engines rev and the lights dim, and they change to the same color that the balls in Ball Pit were when you went to go and get Gabe. And the music changes to the sort of thing that he was listening to. There's like a little bit of a wiggle, a little bit of a tip back and forth. But you're underway. Where do you guys want to be? Uh, Viv springs into action. She starts running toward the bow of the boat so she can see as if she's the mermaid on the front Mm -hmm. of a boat. But she stays still because you can't really see her. She's not moving. Typhine is underneath the ship and displaying a, uh, what is this word? There's a word for this. Uh, The bulwarks. So there's there's the sides of the ship. She's kind of foaming as if the boat's going quickly, but it's not. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Got some cool magic happening. You're not really tearing through Jast, but the little addition of foam makes it look like you're going a little bit faster than you are. <laughs> and you're sort of turning around these huge piles. We're going the right direction. You're going the right direction towards the entryway, uh, which now bo- all of the gates are closed. You're trapped in here with them, but they're also trapped in here with you. And you'll be there in probably like, mm, you have to, it's slow going. It's no direct route. Maybe two minutes. Oh boy, that's a lot of oh, time. Oh no! <laughs> Listen, uh, Gabe is—he's never—he's he, never done this before. He can do it, but it's how long? How how long range are your spells? I have a lot of line of sight, but the spirit can go ahead. I also want to get on the bow of the ship. Does and, the spirit uh, have some uh, protection? No, 
She has concealment and gulf movement. I also get on the bow of the ship. I mean, as far as as far as I can go, I'm just kind of standing there, like waiting. Great. I also fell into the bow. So that's, you guys are really, that's the front. <laughs> you guys are you guys are gonna like Titanic this shit. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We're coming for our dude. Can I ask Gabe to honk the horn just like as loud as it goes, just to alert uh, Lux that we're coming? <laughs> um. Yes, you can. I want to use a free action. All the guards are going to come over. The guards are going to start shooting at us. I mean, we're in a ship that's moving and blaring music. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, the guards, no. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, if you want to, I mean, you know. I I just, I look, I look back and I make the the trucker like honking movement. So I'm going to say that there is something deep inside of Gabe that he really, really wants to do this but knows that it's a bad idea. So he's going to roll to figure out whether or not he successfully <laughs> checks his own will. A deafening honk <laughs> issues from the party barge as it heads towards Jast, alerting every guard in earshot. Perfect. Gabe immediately feels very guilty about this and knows that he should not have done it. Um, Look. Jast definitely hears this. Look, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna do it in style, why do it at all? Yeah, well, we came to party. I still, no one can see me. Just saying it. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> Lash and Viv and are you. not visible. Yeah, I'm just I'm just out there like making the honking noise, <laughs> which is it just looks like a fist pump from a distance. Back to Jast and Lux. Jast Kalimnar beckons with his fingers, and Lux flies closer now, almost arm's reach, but just out of physical touch. Uh, of Jast, and Jast says, I would have sold you the boat had you asked. <laughs> Mr. Kalimnar, I'm sorry. I would have loved to have buy it, but I literally asked every guard here where you eat dinner, and nobody would tell me, all right? So we took matters into our own, own hands. I'm, I'm sorry to bother you to, tonight, Mr. Kalimnar. You cannot conceive of what being sorry is until I flay you. Oh, no. And serve your flesh as canopies to the demon kings of Dis. I don't know who <laughs> Jass head jerks to his right as he sees uh, the 250-foot battle yacht uh, racing directly battle, toward battle him. Battle party barge. Battle party barge uh, r- racing toward him. Uh, and he turns back to No, nope, before you turn back, because literally the whole time I have been waiting for this moment... So before you turn back, Lux puts both of his hand sprayers, <laughs> Spider-Man style, right into Jast's face, and he pulls the trigger on some pepper punch in his face. This is a pepper spray <laughs> times 10, and he just squirts him with it. And it is what he is working with. That is... Does he, does he ch- did he drop some middle fingers, just like the two <laughs> birds? I can't because they have to be down. Right. It's, it's but this is why we call you bird too. Yeah, this is why the birds are coming out, and they. this is all he's got. This is and his they're... only defense, and he's doing it now like a trap bug that's squirting a hot liquid. This is his, he's like a hissing cockroach. This is this a is hissing this. cockroach. This is all he's got. Okay. This basically does two things. It does this amount of stun damage, and also it causes vision loss and nausea. Okay. Oh, boy. Let okay, it go. Okay, 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 okay. 
Jast, Jast will roll his uh, reaction plus his intuition. You should maybe spend one just to get some of those, because he's because our boy is pretty thick. I only have two left. Okay, maybe not then. Oh hell one. yeah! Oh, oh one. Oh my hit. god! So then, power's eleven. I think so. Um, yeah, let me double check. Yeah, pepper that punch thing. power eleven. Yeah. That basically means for every turn that we're in, uh, Jast has to resist the effects of the toxin, and he has to successfully resist the effects of the toxin 11 times. And that it reduces itself in power every time you resist it. And you resist it with a body plus willpower test. Unless you don't have, yeah, there's no, you don't have any, like, protective gear around your head. No. Yeah, so. Well, his contacts. I don't think, I don't. Fuck you. <laughs> that is definitely didn't hit my eyeballs. If you get sprayed with pepper spray and you're wearing contacts, you're not like, I'm fine. Full cornea, full, like, full bleed, no, black. But... You've worn contacts before. It fucking sucks when some shit gets in your eye. No, I'm not a real contact wearer. I no, don't I am. Know. Yeah, it's awful. Jalapeno. Oh, gotten that in my eye. But it, the whole cornea, no, the no, whole thing. But it, like, unless it's your whole fucking eye. It's the whole eye. You're porous. Your whole skin is like porous here. Any duct, like, yeah, you'll get it, it. It like burns under the contact. That's the problem. I did pretty well, man. Ooh. Oh yeah, I got a five here. Oof. Okay, so it's it's down to six. Mm. How much damage? Caliente. So he, what did he get? Six stun damage or no? Yeah, you you take six boxes of stun damage. Wow! Jesus, that doesn't that add a modifier? That's two wound modifiers. Yeah, I had I had eleven and now I have. That's incredible. Now I have five. That we're taking out a mage with pepper spray. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well, I mean, he was close range. What's he gonna do? He's a, we have a beetle on our team. That means five more stun damage, and he takes uh, physical damage. That's correct. All right, here's what occurs. This is going to be, I think, the last action before we go into initiative. Yeah. Does this sound fair to everybody? Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. how close are we now? We're going to get into initiative, and then there's going to be one round uh, that you're going to be able to see them, but not be at them, if that makes sense. Sure. I want to make sure this feels fair to you, Nick. The only thing I care about right now is that he's worried about his eyes. I don't care if I do any damage to him. Yeah. I just don't want him to be able to see... <laughs> Me and cut me into a million pieces. My thinking here is that you got to try to escape. He got you trapped. You got a shot off. And now he'll get one final res- response volley. Okay. And then we'll go into initiative. Sounds good. What is Jast gets a, like basically a combat round of action. He takes it full on in the face. He looks at the boat and when he turns back to you, boom, spicy boy. What, what did you, what was the name of it? Pepper Punch. Pepper Boy. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a full face of the caliente copper boy right in the face. And he goes, and he, he his hands go to his face and instinctively, his, his subconscious mind pushes you away. Uh, doesn't even know how much, just sort of hits you with like the levitation spell. His will extends you further away from him. And he shouts, Vornoth! Directly next to Jast. You see burning up from the bottom a large flame. And as it grows, you see that it actually fills and becomes the shape of a, a mastiff that is semi-transparent and aflame. In the name of the watchers of the tower to the west, I command stop the boat. You see a giant spirit dog take off into the center of Jast Reclamation. Lux, you are thrown into the water. You are just treading water now. Uh, You luckily have missed a giant spiky pile of sheet metal. But yeah, 
You're soaking wet. Quickly, I double check to see where the jet ski is. I know I drove the jet ski up to the tugboat. It was like employee, I know that employee parking. Yeah, I know that he, well, I had to. I mean, I got on the jet ski to get to the tugboat, and then I, so I, I the, the, the jet ski's somewhere just, around here. But Just, just, just ask me how far away from you, you from the jet ski you are. <laughs> how far away am I from the jet ski? About 50 feet. I duck under the water and hold my breath. Mm-hmm. Is there a lounge down there? <laughs> I'm hoping there's a pie somewhere down there. Vornoth's skills mm. are Excel. Uh, a sensing, astral combat, exotic yeah. ranged weapon. I know, so does wow. he. can use a ballista. Gym, <laughs> gymnastics. <laughs> what? Perception. <gasps> Clam flip. Running and Clam unarmed combat. Nice. Unarmed combat. It could control other animals. Yep. That's specifically correct. toxic critters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sick bugs. It has an astral form. Oh, it has yeah. enhanced senses. It can materialize. It is a natural weapon. Okay. And then the, yeah. and then sapient, like, yeah. It, it also, do you see its op, what its optional power is? Oh, yes. Okay, great. I don't like any of this. I, I think like I this. know. All <laughs> righty, y'all. We are in initiative. Okay. Let's roll for it. Okay. Um, I will roll for Vornoff. TK, what'd you get? I got nine. Jast? Thirteen. Viv? Thirteen. Mm. And then Typhine got eighteen. Oh, yeah. Whoa. So did Vornoff. Oh, Whoa. fuck. Mm. <laughs> the dog shall have his day. Oh, no. A mother! Lux? I got eight. The dog shall have his day. Can you not do That's, that? Oh, it feels so good, though. Try it. No. <laughs> Let it sit down. I got here. thirteen. Thirteen club. Thirteen. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Roll a third. 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 Wow. How much edge does Typhine have? Uh, three. How much edge does Jast have? And oh. Viv and Lash. Just. I have three. Viv has four. What is Jast's reaction and Lash's reaction? Four. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what the last one is. Rock paper scissors. Yeah. Yeah. Rochambeau for it. Uh. One, two, three, shoot. Oh! That's two out of three. Two out of three. Okay. One, two, three, shoot. Ooh, tight. All right. One, we got one, two, three, shoot. One, two, three, shoot. <laughs> one, two, three, shoot. Oh, oh no, Jazz. Jazz, uh, X first. Okay. <laughs> you, guys, you guys win it now? Jazz should win the battle. I should have videoed that. <laughs> that was so intense. So. We're going to set the stage here a little bit because we got a lot of things to account for. Jast has mm. just been pepper sprayed in the face, pepper punched, sorry, uh, ooh caliente, and reflexively thrown Lux into the water uh, across the bow of the barge that is now basically parked in the entryway of Jast Reclamation. The entry gates of Jast Reclamation and the exit gates, they are closed. 
So you're you're stuck in here until you open those. Gabriel is piloting the party barge from uh, the distant, uh, you know, former parking spot where it was, uh, and you're going to get there in one round of combat, roughly. So you're you're close, but you're not there yet. After Jast's theatrics and a toot toot from the party barge, um, all of the guards have also been uh, alerted to the the doings that are transpiring. Uh, there is one guard stationed directly above the entrance of Jast. There is that lazy guard that is in the guard tower, and there are three others that were around the perimeter. As far as you know, those are the only people who you have to worry about. The first beings to act in initiative are the spirits, and Typhine is first. So the hound hasn't even arrived. The, like, fiery purple spirit hound uh, that is the size of, you know, a small horse, it's a mastiff, is bounding towards the ship, but it, it will take a turn for it to get there. Okay, I don't know how the spirit's roles work. I have all of the numbers for its body, agility, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you basically can just treat it like a player. Yeah, so... All the skills and powers, they don't have points associated, you know, they don't have numbers associated with them. It is whatever their force is. Ah, okay. Got it. So this is a force six spirit. Mm -hmm. So Typhine casts concealment on the boat. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Did she just make the boat disappear? I don't don't know. Ah. I have no idea. Okay, so that's a six force. Subtracts a number of dice equal to the critters that are Spirit's magic from any perception test to locate the concealed subject. I don't know. She doesn't have a magic rating, though. Uh, this is a spirit of water. Uh-huh. So, yeah, its magic is force. Uh-huh. Its essence is force. Uh, yeah, all of its skills are just at a rating of force. Oh, we're, we're, full, we're going full water now. We're going, everybody, everybody's getting wet. Typhine was summoned at a force of six, so that means both her magic and spellcasting skills are at six, which gives me a dice pool of 12. Okay, roll it up. Ooh, one. Oh, shit. Oh. Six hits. What? So you rolled You rolled her limit. You rolled the maximum amount of successes that she can get. Yes. Okay. In that, oh, no. In that case, I uh, usually you can only cast concealment on metahuman-sized things, um, but because you rolled her maximum, in this case, I will allow you to conceal an entire 250-foot warship. Oh, I might yeah. fuck yeah. I might regret this later. You definitely will, my man. Uh-huh. Uh, Jazz Reclamation is a no-wake zone, so if you're going to follow the rules, there's rules. <laughs> it's no horseplay, no, no running, wake. no wake. No. So you still have to go very slow if you're following the rules. Is there a sign that Shadow. says, like, people people with kids work here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't come and pee in your pool. Or what, what does it say? Yeah. There's no pee in our ool. Keep it that way. And ool, of course, means uh, the ocean around my islands. So go slowly boat-wise. And don't pee <laughs> in the water. I'm a little confused, but I'm into it. So uh, Typhine has been previously foaming. And now the water just drops completely still. And suddenly this mist starts to float up and starts to erase where the boat had been. And now it looks like TK is just on the bow of the ship floating <laughs> in the air. A thick mist envelops the, the party barge, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, dope. Vornoth is, we're going to see if Vornoth understands what's happening. So his, his perception skill plus intuition. But this uh, is a minus six. So then I guess you're only rolling four. Four. <laughs> Get wrecked. 
Does this stack? Like, if if Vornoth or anyone else gets seven over several rolls, oh, I don't know. do they figure it out? Uh, let me see. Uh, the effect lasts until the target is spotted or the, the spirit stops sustaining power. Okay. It's a sustain for me. So then I'm going to say, yeah, like, it stacks. And that over time, you would add your hits until you, until you go over the force of the spell. Cool. Okay. So once you get seven hits against the concealment spell you would be able to see. All right. Uh, Vornoth is, was running along the uh, uh, shore, and then he took a turn and began to run along the top of the water, and then the ship vanishes. Uh, he is confused. <laughs> he stops uh, standing still on the water and begins to do that thing where the dogs, like, sniff around and, like, look, and they act like there's behind them. Treat disappeared. Even a, even a demon dog gets a... <laughs> <laughs> Viv acts next. Really? <laughs> Amazing. Oh, God, what do I want to do? Where are we? Uh, <laughs> the invisible boat. No, I know, but how far away are we? You're... Line of sight? Yeah, you're definitely line of sight. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to yeah. say, like, yeah, maybe 100 feet. You want to cook him? Cook him from the inside. Oh, my I God. Don't think Turn I him into dust. What do you see? That. What you see from the bow of the mist-enveloped boat is you see your teammate Lux floating and splashing in the water off to the side, probably about, you know, like, equidistant uh, that he as he is from the... The jet ski, then the long barge, and at the end of it, the tugboat. On the other side of it, you can see uh, Jast rubbing his eyes. Viv casts control actions on Bornoff. Ooh, okay, sure. <laughs> what? Because uh, she could see him. Yeah. And he can't see the boat, so. Yeah. I think uh, by some people's measure, this would be a little controversial, but I'm going to let you do it for a couple reasons. Um, the first is that uh, Vornoth is manifest, uh, so I think that this wouldn't work if he were still a spirit. He's also distracted, like he was sent to do something, and that thing is no longer here, and that was the kind of task that he was focused on, that was what was driving him, and the person who has summoned him, the magician that summoned him, is currently very distracted. So, in a lot of ways, um, he's kind of open and available to you, but I think if the situation wasn't so, um, such an extenuating set of circumstances, it would be pretty weird to, to cast control actions on a summoned spirit. Uh, so basically what I'm saying is, I'm gonna let it happen, um, don't get used to it. I think that's fair. Sorry, Jest. Mm-hmm. Let's do control actions with a force of three. Okay. Really small. These are huh? manipulation spells, and they are resisted with logic and willpower. Uh, here, do you want to roll this? Viv is quietly watching Vornoth. Uh, she doesn't know its name is Vornoth, but she's watching the fire dog sniff around and around its feet as it's touching the water. It sort of just like burns it and she like winters a little bit because she knows it kind of hurts from where she's standing already. But she wants it to turn around and head toward the gate. So uh, she tries to control its actions. Okay, so that is... Uh, da, 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 da. That is spell casting plus my magic. Oh boy. One, oh, two. Oh, no. Oh, no. All oh, right. No. Gonna spend Shut the the Well, well, or wait. Well. Front door. Vornoth. Bad boy. <laughs> bad boy, Vornoth. Oh, bad. Did what? he glitch? Did he glitch? <laughs> Vornoth is ours. I'm gonna put his nose in it. <laughs> um. He almost critically glitched. <laughs> oh, shoot. Whoop, 
Whoa. Oh, no, that is a critical glitch. Oh, that, that is a critical glitch. Oh, no. I just, I want to retcon and say TK, like, did, like, yelled yeet when the ship disappeared. Okay, now. Wow. I want to hear the George R.R. Martin paragraph on this source. Do I resist drain first or? Yeah, resist your drain. Okay. And I got three hits, so I resisted. You're fine. Yeah. Cool. Um, So what I will say is this. You can describe exactly what happens, but let me tell you what you feel so that you know what happens. Vornoth, from your perspective, as a talented, ascensing magician who is able to read the ebb and flow of the magic around them and who is able to preternaturally understand uh, the magical essence of awakened beings, Vornoth goes, um, in your mind, from being a a hunter-killer who is hot on the trail of um, its master's quarry to... A, f- a friendly, open, pliable astral being. Awesome. <laughs> um, it is as if the disappearance of the thing that it was sent after has confused it to such a degree that it is now completely open to suggestion. So as Viv uh, starts to seek out the mind of <laughs> mind and body of Vornath, she runs her hands backwards into her hair so it looks like it's sort of flying, as if the boat is going very quickly, but it's still not. She can see through the eyes of Vornath now and very jerkily turns him around because he is kind of a like a big spirit. And also like a a type of beast that you are very unfamiliar with. I think like this would feel like a very uncomfortable, it's like driving a hotel room. It's a little weird. Yeah. Viv is really uncomfortable controlling Vornoth because it is the complete elemental opposite of what she is familiar with and she starts to like sweat a little bit. Uh, Yeah. And actually just so he is an abomination beast spirit. Ah. So yeah, very different from what you normally do. When she takes control, she physically recoils. But she very awkwardly puppets him back in the direction of the gate with the intention of barreling into the gate. That is something that Vornoth will do on his next turn. In game terms, Vornoth owes you four more services. (laughs) Sorry, Jast. Holy shit. This was not how I thought this fight was going to go. Neither did I before Vornoth rolled (laughs) six ones. (laughs) Wow. Four you, services. Okay. You own that dog now. Yes. It's your dog. Stupid puppy. Um, so the next person to act is Jast. Jast, you see Vornoth stand confusedly. No, I don't. Oh. No, he's oh, too no, far away. Oh, no, you don't away. see anything. Too far away. Yeah. Too far away. And also, so uh, what do I roll to test this poison in my eyes? It's like body Ten. plus willpower or something. It is exactly that. Yeah. Short-term memory, baby. All right. And I got... No hits. Uh, so it so it remains at five. So do I add that to my stun track? Uh, no. So you don't you don't con- you take you take damage immediately, and now you just sort of suffer the consequences. Okay, right. And I'm just trying to yeah. wear so it off. So there's just a, mi- there's yeah, a minus four dice penalty to everything he does. Every, it's, yeah. It's you, you so so because you have wound modifiers, and because you have been pepper sprayed, Holy you are shit. bad at doing things now. Yeah, I uh-huh, get it. You've been totally nerfed, my guy. Yeah, Man, that you... pepper punch is serious. Holy it's shit! It's all he has. <laughs> Yo, but that like that rips. Fuck yeah. Oh, you fuckers. Uh, <laughs> All right, here's what happens. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, you fucked with the wrong fucking Oh, mage. no. Mm, you should remove some of those dice, buddy. 
minus how many am I minusing from my magic? Casting? Well, tell yeah, tell me what you want to do. V- Vornoth is almost out of his mind, uh, uh, and I mean that. Jast is, has sent has sent his demon off to accomplish a mission and is not thinking about it. His face is puffing up uh, with the reaction to the toxin. Uh, it is stinging his eyes and his lungs. But he reaches into his vest and grabs a small, like uh, a piece of some sort of substance. Uh, it's wrapped in a cloth, and the cloth falls away. When the cloth falls away, those of you that can see him sees a lump of an ore in his hand, shimmering in an unplaceable, iridescent purple hue. It is octarine, the color of magic. He has in his fist a knob of orichalcum, and he squeezes it, and white light explodes from his hand as he channels it into pure mana and casts a tidal toxic wave with 12 force. (laughs) So So I'm gonna say... Directly ahead of him, at the boat, and Lux. He is blindly lashing out with the biggest thing he's got. Okay, just quick point of order. Do you mean force 12, or do you mean you are gonna raise, you're gonna use the orichalcum to raise your limit to 12? The limit to 12. So then what force are you casting? Six. Okay, got it. Um, And just to describe why this is important, um, when you use reagents, uh, which orichalcum is one of those, um, it allows you to change the limit of your dice pool, the number of successes you can get. Normally, that is limited by the force of the spell, but orichalcum, the use of reagents, lets you change it to something else, either higher or lower if you want to. But the limit here is almost to the the, the maximum. So it's like casting a spell through a megaphone. Uh, Yeah, you you can get lots of successes. Yeah. The only, the danger is that if you get more successes than your magic limit, your drain, you are going to be resisting physical drain and not stun drain. Bring it. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that you take a minus four dice penalty to this roll. Oh, gosh. I have to lose four dice? I only get to roll 14 dice? <laughs> we might. Oh, God. This is pretty serious, everybody. Is Good thing toxic? I have uh, plus so this, one. This is toxic wave. Toxic wave. Plus one DP to damage resistance. <laughs> Five hits. Okay. And just uh, resist your drain really quick. Hope you die. Looks like you got one. I'll take one. Okay. I just spent like 150,000 new yen. (laughs) 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 A poison wave of shit and a boy in the water I can't see on the other side of a tugboat. Wow. Wait, is the guy in a tugboat fucked? He, we're about to find <laughs> what about He just wakes up. Oh, boy, I thought I was dead, but here I am at work. And the boat just melts. <laughs> Wait a minute. What about the uh, the guards? Yeah, we're getting there. Are you going to melt there. everything? <laughs> okay. So he is unleashing this big wave of pop, to, like, toxic acid directly in front of him, but he's blind. He can't see. He just knows somewhere out there in front of him is this motherfucker that sprayed him yeah. with poison. Do we have a D8? Uh, <laughs> wow. You want a date? I'm rolling D8. Okay. Yeah. I have just decided which direction Jast is looking. Uh-huh. Oh shit! Um, he just got an eight, though. Yeah, like if he if he if he had rolled in the middle of the range, then he would have accidentally got turned around and like destroyed his own business. I did a whoopsie. <laughs> um, okay, through Jast's blurry vision, he succe- he does successfully cast a giant toxic wave, and it does go roughly in the direction of both Lux and Vornoth and the boat. It's it's big, 
and there's a the area effect of effect is quite large. Jast, tell us what it feels like. Tell us what it looks like. Describe the scene. Imagine all the hate and resentment and malice. The insecurity and the embarrassment of an entire human life focused in a toxic, burning wave of shit and piss <laughs> as high as a medium-sized construction crane. It lifts the barge and tug, and it comes crashing down on the things beyond it. Lux, please roll your reaction plus your intuition. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, my God. Um, random guard who was in the guard tower and has been watching this unfold <laughs> will also roll his reaction plus intuition. Please don't call OSHA. <laughs> I got two. Oh no, Nike. Nike Bolton. Oh. Press um, F to pay respects. Nike Bolton standing on the edge, uh, the opposite side of the built out portions of Jast, just uh, a few feet away from the guard tower, stepping out to see what all the commotion is, to see if there's anything he can do to help, is suddenly caught in a giant acid wave that cruises past the barge, past the guard tower, past him. He gets knocked into the water, and you hear him just just scream as his lungs fill with water and he sinks uh, underneath the barge. And sizzles all the way down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got one kill. Uh, I'm going to count that one in uh, Lux's kill column. Thank you. As he sinks to the the briny depths, you hear him go, I was actually a pretty nice guy. (laughs) (laughs) I never did anything wrong. I don't know about that. No ethical consumption in the capitals. <laughs> <laughs> Lux, you got you got two hits on your dodge. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see what happens to you. <laughs> oh, Lux! God. Shouldn't have taken the mask off. What is the armor rating of your vest? The armor that I'm using from Balto is nine. I'm gonna be charitable, and I'm just gonna say that this round, your your armor is completely destroyed. All of it. Uh, Every yeah. scrap? Is he okay. naked? Is he uh, just naked now? I'll let him decide that. Is, I, the bo- is the booty out? My booty's in, I'm still in water, so this giant wave, which I can't really see until the tugboat is kind of thrown over me, and then I see sort of uh, a lot of mistage of vomit, acid, slurry is coming at me. I kind of throw my arms up over it. I have two pieces of armor, basically the armor that Balto was wearing and my uh, and my uh, armored gauntlets. The acid covers all of my gauntlets and most of my coat that I've kind of got a little bit out of the water and, and shielding myself. I hear and smell like burning hair and burning cloth, and I just immediately take both of them off. So I'm shirtless. I have my pants on. Uh, I um, I have a little bit of so, sort of some Balto's hands or can makeup and and, uh, and latex still on my hands. I think that's all, that's all that's all melted off. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I, I take that all off as well. So I'm I'm basically yeah I'm shirtless, and um, all my armor is gone. 
and I, I'm looking around, hoping that they'll come and help very soon. The giant wave of acid crests and breaks just before the hidden ship and splashes a little bit through the mist onto it, but does not make full contact. What I wanted to know is what happened to the guy in the tugboat? You don't know, no, nothing as far as you know. But did the tugboat melt? Like, what happened to the he tugboat? He saw the tugboat the t- go over him. Yeah, the tugboat took, I would say, the brunt of the acid yeah. damage. Oh, yeah? Do we want to say that? Yeah, because yeah? then how? Well, I mean, well, then, yeah. then it wouldn't have hit the, our ship, right? Like, Sure, I guess that's true. Yeah. As the, as the acid wave rises, it also completely soaks the tugboat um, and the now empty barge. And you can hear um, some of the metal of the barge crinkling and disintegrating in the acid stream. And you can hear the sizzle of the boat's wooden frame uh, as it sort of like buckles and, sh- and shrinks in the acid. You know nothing about the man inside, but what you do know is that that boat has been tossed and has <laughs> now seen some pretty serious action. Fuck that guy. He's probably not doing well. He's going down <laughs> with the ship, huh? Interesting. Lash is next. Okay, I'm thinking that I should try to get Lux out of the water. And, oh, or should I go and open the gate? Isn't Gornath going in and charging uh, the gate? We don't know not, if that will work. He might not open it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I could go to the gate and try to hack the uh, system to open the gate. This is what I could do. I could grab... Lux, and then get him to the gate. To the watchtower where yeah. the controls are? Or, but we might get shot up by guards. I don't I mean, know. What, what do, you, would you think I should just go hidden? And- if you're hidden, I, I can t- I could, as a free action, just tell you what I, you know, the, the Oh, quick, that's true. Could- I saw the whole thing about how that's they opened true. the gate. I could just, there weren't any fingerprint sensors or anything like that, so I could just tell you what I saw so you could open the gate. Is there a way for me to jump off? I guess I could do a, a gymnastic move and, like, <laughs> run towards the... Clam flip. <laughs> <laughs> I only do clam flips. Uh, yeah, I would say if you want to roll gymnastics for leaping and bounding across all of the obstacles in front of you, yeah. you know, the bits of water, the piles of metal, all of the gunk and garbage, uh, yeah, if you do well on that, um, you can just have expertly flipped your way over to the guard tower. Uh, you're, you're close enough. Four plus six plus... Two for natural athlete, which makes it 12. You're six. Wash my hands. They're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six, you wash those seven, dye eight, after nine, this. 10, 11, 12. Really, really, yeah, you really did, did it. it. Um, <laughs> Biggest flip. Holy shit, it's the, um, seven. This is Olympics material. Yeah. Uh, so high high up in their perch, uh, the, the three guards um, that are on the catwalk that are moving towards their boss to defend him um, look down upon the commotion. They see a boat become enveloped in mist in a way that challenges all of their perceptions. And out of that mist comes flipping... The most <laughs> graceful orc they have ever seen. They can't see me, though. Oh, that's right. You're invisible. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole just point. Just your head. Yeah, just my head. I, ta- I take off the mask just for this. Head <laughs> <laughs> <And> floating. <laughs> well, you said like Brittany, and her, it did not cover her head. Yeah, well. Uh, one of them thinks to themselves, so deal with that orc head. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't never seen a bouncing orchid. Oh, it's bouncing real pretty. Yeah, I mean, you. Yeah, if you want to describe what it is, you do. But you, you get, you get over to the guard tower 
um, in your it takes your whole turn, but you're there, and uh, if anyone could have seen it, they would have been extremely impressed by right. it. Right. It's like I I perform this insane action. Yeah, I could be in the Olympics, but I then I do it, and then I look around because I I love attention, and I'm like, oh wait, I'm invisible, and I'm really fucking pissed off about it, but I continue to the watchtower. TK. Uh, how far away is the ship from Jast and uh, Lux, etc.? You're getting closer at the at the end of this round. Like after Lux acts, mm-hmm. you will basically be in the front bay. Okay, uh, so I can't really do anything from here. So maybe. Well, I mean, you can. You know, you guys haven't done a lot of looking around as far as like wireless connections or network things. Mm-hmm. So like, if you want to sort of see what's up, you haven't you haven't really checked to see anything about the security system or whether or not anything's wireless. Yeah, so. no, I was, I was, yeah, I was gonna say like. So I see Lash flipping toward the gate very gracefully. Just I see I see her flip off the front of the boat, and I'm like, huh, interesting. Uh, and I figure she's going for the tower, so I'm like, well, if I can beat her there, it'll be using the matrix. Some healthy competition. Some healthy competition, because. <laughs> Uh, so and I, I want to take a free action to be like, I will beat you to the gate. Bold, I love it. Lash says, "Oh, I don't think so. I think I'm gonna try and do a hack on the fly, something like that." So I guess I'm going to try and hack the control tower. Yeah, so from where you are, you can see a couple icons that indicate yeah. that there are some things that are are not somehow running quiet. Like, they just, they're, yeah. you know, now that you're sort of focusing and looking for weak points, like, a lot of the stuff that controls the, the gates and other security systems are, like, it's just kind of there for you to interact with. Um, and all you need to do is convince it that you have the right credentials. Beautiful. So we'll do hacking plus logic. So that's that's already four um, plus what's my logic skill five. So uh, that's nine. And I think every was it like every hit you get one mark or something. Sorry. If you wanna if you wanna roll for multiple marks, uh, you take a you like you take a penalty. Take a penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, let's see what happens. Uh, all right, cool. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's five hits. Five hits, one, one, one. <laughs> you managed to get one mark uh, on the computer system that's in the uh, that's in the guard tower. Okay. With one mark, you cannot raise the gate yet, uh, since that is a simple action. And with one mark, you can only perform a free action. Okay. But uh, it would allow allow you to read the tip of the day. How many tips of the day can I read? It's like uh, just one. It's like the thing okay. where it's like, okay, do, yeah, do you, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll read one. Okay. Taylor, what do you think the tip of the day would say? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What does Nike Bolton see? Like every morning, Nike, what, because he's the one who's going to see this message. What, what tips is Nike Bolton reading every morning? If the eagle wants to reach the top of the mountain, all it must do is ask the wind. <laughs> TK fucking loves for a this. ride. <laughs> <laughs> TK fucking loves this. This is this is this is everything he's ever wanted. He Moral like, colon. <laughs> oh, it's a it was even. A, it, it's a <laughs> it's a pro tip. Even the super user must read the gate manual every once in a while to forget. <laughs> Wait, is the eagle the super user? <laughs> <laughs> Just, is the wind I, the manual? I tried this to, metaphor is really... I tried to make it a pro tip <laughs> about the gate operation, TK, and it didn't work out. TK's just pumping his fist as he's hearing this, because I assume it's read out loud at this pace. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> this is part of it. <laughs> you, were, you were at having nailed it. TK, you realize you can scroll it to see more. Yeah. So TK with, is just like, oh, fuck yeah. 
and he tries to go get another one. Like he wants, like uh, sure, we'll say there's a there's um, one of those buttons like that arc- says yeah, like next tip, next tip, and you can uncheck the thing that says show at startup. Yes, give me one more computer. The only Zen at the top of the mountain is the Zen you bring with you. They're only mountain tips. It turns it turns out these are sponsored by Mountaintop Brand Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. Am I in? We mean up. <laughs> uh, TK's like he's just he's astonished by this and uh, I think he uh, takes a screenshot of the last one and sends it to the whole team I think they're all probably very inspired and confused I'm pretty sure they're still busy somewhere and thinking about where they need gates look TK takes his time Lux is covered in acid right now wondering <laughs> if this is the last calm he'll ever receive while his whole armor is melted <laughs> off of him, and he's in the water in front of the most powerful mage he's ever seen, and he's like, I called for help. What are you guys doing? I could get the gate. I told you I could get the gate. What the hell are you doing? TK radios back and says, uh, bird two, it's just okay. a healthy bit of competition. I'm glad you Over. guys are having fun. <laughs> this shit hurts. So I am now on, uh, I, I ask Viv to show me the boat, and I am doing my damnedest to get to the boat as quickly as possible. So tell me what Please, you want to do. Are you you swimming or running? Yeah, are you trying to swim or are you trying to get up onto the if dock? The, if the, well, I, let me just look around. Whatever I do, whatever I could see is the fastest way. Yeah, you're, so you're yeah. close. You could actually probably cl- clamber your way up to the, the like, middle dock where the guard tower is, yeah. uh, which would basically put you face to face with Lash. Like, she's going to arrive uh, basically as soon as you get up out of the water. I see. So I'll be up on the dock right by the guard tower mm-hmm. in the front if mm-hmm. I go that way. Across across the barge from where Jast is currently standing. If I did that, would I be getting further from the invisible boat that's coming towards us? No, you or would be would getting be, closer. I'm getting yeah. closer. Okay. Um, uh, point of clarification. Yeah. Uh, the spirit can actually allow anybody. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Can uh, So, yeah, subjects can see each other if the critter, if the spirit allows it. Can can the spirit make me invisible or do I have no, to No, no, no. Sh- okay. She can make you see it. Okay. So, when when that happens, can I? You just get in the I, position. Can I get can I get to the boat in this turn or not? Yeah, you could get to it. I don't think I don't know that you would be able to get on it, but yeah. But would I be covered by it? I'm completely defenseless right now, and I'm I, see what you're I, I cannot be exposed to this mage again, or I will die. Like <laughs> Got it. no way around it. So like that's my priority. So like that's all I can say is. But I'm just trying to get to the boat to get invisible and get protected. Tell me that you get out of the water and you book it towards the boat. <laughs> I get out of the water and I book it towards the boat. You're on your way. As you get out of the water, you just blast uh, past Lash, like almost shouldering her out of the way. Uh, <laughs> she's coming towards you and you're just paying her no mind. Shirtless. Completely shirtless. Completely shirtless. Very sexily. At this moment, um, Gabriel has managed to successfully captain the boat into this big open waterway, uh, which comprises both the entryway and the exit point. You're all within, if you wanted to jump off the boat, uh, you could jump into the water and get to Jast in a turn. Typhine X. She would just still sustain the concealment. Great. What does Vornoth do? He has just passed Jast and is <laughs> heading towards the closed okay. entry gate. Okay, so I'm looking at Spirits of Fire, because I don't know what his optional powers were. Tell you. Yes, thank you. His optional power is he has Corrosive Spit, which is uh, if he is manifest, which he is, yes. his bites do acid damage. Oh, God. <laughs> Bad dog. 
Oh my god. <laughs> uh, he is also he is also a natural weapon, uh, which means that he basically just deals extra damage. Did he go bite Jast? <laughs> I would say for fucking sure. So. <laughs> As Viv is still controlling this demon dog and feels really icky about it, she's starting to sweat from places she didn't really want to sweat from. She starts turning him toward his master, and she can feel the pull of this demon not wanting to do it, but knowing it has to. And she slowly makes him open his mouth very wide. And he moves toward Jess. Vornoth's gonna roll to bite the hand that fed him. Yes. <laughs> that, that, so that you're rolling. You're rolling. Materialized him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not happy. Sorry, Daddy. <laughs> don't glitch, your dog. baby. Don't uh, glitch. So roll your reaction plus your intuition. Your dog gonna bite you. And then minus. Minus four. Oof. Oh, actually, no, minus six because it's also you're blinded. Oh. Yeet. Oh no! Wait, no. You do Reaction nothing to roll. plus what? Reaction plus intuition. <laughs> uh, Taylor's rolling one dice. Oh shit! And no hits. Oh my god! <clears throat> Jast is still like rubbing his eyes, and he's a little uh, uh, dazed from converting the oracalcum to mana. And he's rubbing his eyes, and he still can't see. But he looks up, and he hears the familiar heavy breath and snarl of Vornoth. And he says, "Vornoth, I call upon the watchers of the tower to the west. Come to me, attend, carry me away from this place." Vornoth has every intention of carrying Jast away from this place, just not in the way that he means. <laughs> oh. Vornoth, what are you doing? Vornoth, no, a bad boy, you bad. <laughs> um, oh my God. Put uh, me down, ah, ah, ah! It's sizzling like bacon, I'm doing the sizzle sound. Oh, wow. Jast falls on his back on the dock as Vornoth rips at his arms, legs, and abdomen. The mm. screams echo and ripple across the acid water. Seeing this in the catwalk, the three guards that were rushing to the front of Jast Reclamation to defend their boss rethink their life decisions <laughs> up to this point. And all of them, including the one that was directly above the guard tower, readying his machine pistol retreat into the depths of Jast, into the darkness, and do not act. Viv gets to act. So Viv has been standing at the bow of the boat, uh, sort of still and with her arms back like she was the mermaid on the front of the boat. And uh, she sort of just jumps forward and just kind of uses the the edge of the boat to kind of slide down onto the ground. Uh, using sort of the water mist as like a little buffer. And she lands on the ground. Because you said that you're going to use the water mist. I'm not going to make you roll for agility. I'm going to say that. You, get, you were buoyed a little bit. Yeah. Still counts. <laughs> Lash, you're at, you're, at the gar- you're at the guard tower and you're currently racing TK. I send a message to Lux and I say, Hey, just wondering uh, if you could relay to me. I know you're in a little bit of a mess right now. but if you could, Do, re- you, do you know that? <laughs> 
Because I told you, and neither you nor TK are acting like it. Listen, we're going to get you. It's going to be fine. You're going to be great. You're doing a great job. You've done a great job so far. I don't far. think so. I just need you to tell me how to open up this gate so we can get this boat out of here. Yes. And quickly, because if TK beats me to this, I I can't live it down. Yes. Are you looking at the terminal? Yeah. It's... Literally, you just have to press Control F5, Enter, Enter, and then down. The the, the red F5 or the blue F5. I'm not used to doing this Do manual the, shit. The red F5. Okay. Physically red. interacting with this computer terminal is making you a little sick to your stomach. Exactly. Uh, you successfully do the correct combination of key presses, and everybody hears a loud, low creak um, as the uh, the exit way door starts to lift. Jast. <laughs> Poor Jast. The water witch is coming for me, isn't she? The water witch is coming for you. <clears throat> All right. Uh, he has a minus one for perception. Yeah, to okay. To see uh, her. Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's used to Viv. the minuses. You can't see point. her. Thanks, Vip. And he's still fighting Vornoth, right? Vornoth is yeah. still yeah. at him. Yeah. Jast is going to pull his sidearm. Uh, out and he, he's uh, the second Vornoth got him down on the pier on the dock. Uh, he's been trying to get his hand to his uh, pistol and he finally like pulls it out, doesn't need to see the dogs right above him, holds it in his chest and pulls pulls one off, pulls the trigger. You know, sometimes <laughs> so sad. You know, uh, I've also seen old yellow. Yeah, you know, I was about to say, you know, <coughs> time to take all Vornoth out to the woodshed behind the log cabin. He's been foaming at the mountain, got real mad at the babies. I don't. Is that how they talk in Old no. Yeller? I've never seen it. It's a swamp. It takes place in a swamp, right? It's Arch. also uh, it's also yeah. featuring entirely gremlins, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I just I want to announce a house rule uh, that we abide by here, which is that um, houses rule in the the readying of weapons. We do not require that those take an entire combat turn because yep. that would be fucking uh, That would be a very make the game even longer than it already is. <laughs> yes. Although it would one. only help us because we don't have weapons, <laughs> at least ones that we could use. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I've done one thing this fight, and it's challenge Lash to a race <laughs> that I just lost. <laughs> oh, but I also get to uh, try to see you in my eyes. First. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, roll your uh, roll your intuition plus your willpower, right? All right. Uh, yep. Yep. No, body oh, plus body willpower. Yeah, willpower. That's it's, what it doesn't is. matter. Oh, it's yeah. the same? Okay. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you resist? Five, Did you... baby. Uh, yes. Five away. So that's all. I had five left. That's it. So it's gone. Yeah. Yes. So now so now you're just, you still have your wound modifiers, though. <sighs> and you... you have acid now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all just right. want you to okay. remember you can had we acid. Pop, can we get in line? I got have... acid, too. He didn't have armor anyway. So uh, you just roll. It's your agility plus your pistol. Yeah, stick. I got, got it. it. Okay, okay. He finally gets the gun out of his holster. He holds it at his chest, and he's about to blow his little demon dog away, and then the poison clears. He can see, and he puts the muzzle of his... Muzzle? Barrel. Muzzle of the barrel? Yeah, the muzzle of the barrel. He points the barrel. He points... Yeah, he puts the barrel of the pistol right under the dripping acid chin of his favorite little hellhound. Oh, not great. Oh, well, you got three well, hits. No, uh, yeah, three yeah, hits, three hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so it's a grazing hit. So uh, as as Vornoth is shaking his head back and forth, 
uh, trying to tear you limb from limb. Um, uh, Jast tries to aim the gun, but he's just really digging in, really going for it, really you know doing that thing that dogs do when they have something that they really wanna like really wanna get at. And and so you you manage to get a shot off, and it manages to graze uh, the side of Vornoth's head, uh, and actually you fire the gun directly next to his ear, which wards him off of you. Uh, so he's now off of you, uh, but you don't do any damage. Okay. Did he run away? He's like running off into some of the piles of of uh, uh, metal that are off near the furnace. I'm rolling for Gabe, captaining the boat um, at the end of every turn to just make sure that he's doing well. Um, and he's done well so far. So I'm just going to have him roll now to angle the boat towards the exit. He's kind of like, no one said this to him, but he's taking the hint that probably everyone wants to leave. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's uh, he is he is now um, s- trying to maneuver the boat such that it is turning inside the open open waters portion of Jast mm-hmm. Reclamation, pointing it towards the exit. Okay, out of game. Um, do you guys want to roll initiative again because technically we need to roll initiative, or do we want to just keep the same order? I'm fine with keep the same order. I mean, I would do it again, but only because I rolled really well. I yeah, don't care. I don't care. Let's just do more exciting stuff. Yeah, let's just go. Yeah. Let's I just like, go for it. I like yeah. going first three times. Yeah, right? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, well, then, in that case, uh, Typhine's next. And just to describe this a little bit, in Shadowrun, unlike other tabletop role-playing games, you you can, like, run out of initiative, and so you everybody re-rolls to determine a new initiative order, but we're just deciding to keep the same order at this time. I think what Typhine will do is break the concealment so that Lux can see the boat and get on it at leisure. Lots uh, of boat materializes directly in front of you. So the mist that was Typhine starts to sink downward to the bottom of the boat and becomes a shark fin <laughs> that heads toward the dock that Jast is on, and she casts an elemental water attack. Typhine does. Yes. And then that's that's the optional power, so that's a force of six? Yeah. Plus magic rating? Whoop. It's going to do six damage is what's going to happen. Boop, boop, four, five hits and then the rest of it is magic times two so 12p with an ap of minus six six that seems wrong i don't know that's yeah like, that's the if force you're reading of it on the book i'm sure it's right it's just very high that's the force of like a combat shotgun i mean she had a really high force yeah. upon yeah. summoning so yeah yeah jess is fucking dead we'll see no that there's no way <laughs> so so the damage value is magic times two P. With an AP of minus the magic, which was six. He doesn't have armor. Um, so, I mean, you got to roll roll your reaction plus your intuition. Minus four. Minus four. It literally, like, Wolf. you just killed him. That's it. <laughs> One hit. Uh, One now, now, roll, now roll your body. <laughs> no hits. <laughs> Jen as Typhine, uh, describe what happens. So the shark fin had slowly made it to where Jast was underneath the dock. And so Typhine took her her female body form again, but much larger. She pretty much reaches her hands around the dock. Jast rights himself and begins to stand up. Uh, and he takes that gun and he points it right at 
the boat. Uh, and you see that on the, the hilt, the handle of the pistol, that something has been carved into it. And you recognize that same iridescent shimmer. He has inlaid the hilt of this pistol with orichalcum. And through the hand in which he holds the pistol, light begins to shine as he begins to summon a fireball. Until Typhine's arms engulf him from below and uh, like a clap, she brings her hands together and smashes him. In the front portion of Jast Reclamation, what everyone hears is a very loud hiss um, as though a, a hot coal has been dropped into ice cold water. And with this action, Jast Columnar falls to the ground. We are out of initiative. I mean, do you do you want to try to save his life? The five people Jast meets in heaven. <laughs> um, Episode one. 58 of page, Patrons Only, folks. Nike, you gotta... Nike Bolt. You see Jast Columnar collapse to the ground in a sort of cloud of mist and smoke and haze as the firebolt that he was about to cast is completely extinguished and you see color drain from the magical material that was inlaid into his giant revolver and he's just there crumpled in the ground more like past columnar do i get an edge yes yeah dead boy with an edge dead, dead boy, boy with an edge, edge. <laughs> that's the episode title dead boy, dead boy with an edge, edge. guys are in free action okay um you can we do, should get lux on this shit you can do whatever you want okay so viv is still running toward where jast was and she sort of is surprised by how large this gesture was because when she usually summons water spirits they're a little more demure and this one seems to have a lot of passion typhine has a lot of spunk and she likes it uh but viv bends down to pick up the gun that has been spent uh it's yours so you can have it Holler. tk is like Bird two, bird two, come in. Like I assume there's a ladder on the side of this boat. Yeah, you can throw something down. Yeah, yeah, and you know pulls them up. Lux is like bird two here. Based on my research, the amount of orichalcum that he used and the acid spell is worth about as much as we're getting paid. You guys just want to go get all the orichalcum? Yeah. Viv looks down at the gun and says, "Oh yes." <laughs> I'm at the watchtower, so I throw the rope to the boat, and then I take off my a piece of clothing, and I zip line down to the boat in a completely unnecessary fashion. Hell yes. Uh, uh, I'm gonna allow it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. We'll say you went like went up to the catwalk and like yeah, yeah like through a grappling hook. Exactly. Sure that you found. It's just like Kevin she, Costner at the um, end of uh of the damn Waterworld. Sure. Which is what we just sure. did. That was that was Jast Reclamation. This is Waterworld. Is Waterworld. Yeah. It kind of um, is. Viv, um, you want to ask the dog where the orichalcum is? 
<laughs> yeah, can the dog just go fetch I, the Urukalco? Yeah, get the dog to get the I think it can search. I don't think it can fetch. Vornoff is you have you have lost connection with Ah, uh, that makes sense. That's fine. But you have Typhine. She could probably Ooh, or we could just go to the dang thing and go find it. There's probably shit down there, as in people, as in more comment rounds. That's the look that Mike is giving me. <laughs> I mean, isn't this gun enough evidence that it was something was there? Yeah, no, that... it is. No, things are there. It's just we're going to have to like. Have you to have decide. also sensed from afar what the m- sort of magical situation is in this general area. And yeah. you know. It's from, crazy. Yeah. From your case in the joint. Why don't we? We have information enough. To get a bonus, we can revisit this again sometime. I say, yeah. okay, Viv, but your mom would love some orichalcum. I think sometimes when I don't visit my mom in Connecticut for too long, I just bring her back something that I find at the craft fair, and it normally is special for her. As you make your suggestion, you actually you hear another uh, deafening honk. From the boat, Gabe is honking the horn again, and you get a message in your closed comm that uh, is just the time, uh, and you can see that you have uh, about 45 minutes before you have to be at the look, the pin that Yuri gave you to drop off the boat. Oh, so we have to go. Yeah. Um, how- okay, why don't you cut off Jess' head and just give it to your mentor spirit? What? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Jess' head? Power bleed the head. No. Send the spirit to find the orc alchem. I don't think that's the it. kind of thing the sea wants. But how about Typhine controls the wind and just helps us along? Maybe it makes us oh, faster. Oh, that's nice. But we have that's engines. Nice. Yeah, there's no sails. There's no sails no on sail. this boat. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Something could have helped. Try to give you a good current. Sure. Yeah. She yeah. can like sort of, right. I would, I'll allow her to kind of push you along if you want to do that. Yeah, push the, the water current. Okay. In the right direction. So, so that's, we'll count that as a service. We only have her until mm. sunrise anyway. Another like four hours or so, four or five hours. Um, I mean, what I will say is this. You know currently from having been here and from having case to the joint from afar that the facilities that are underneath Jess Reclamation are huge. It's really big. And you have seen the tip of the iceberg. And so, you know, if you want to go down into the depths, you know they're there, but you know that it is... It is not a small undertaking. You have an you have an appointment to keep. Prior, what are your priorities? Let's just get out Let's of here. Uh, how much are we getting paid for this job? Uh, not a qu- enough. A quarter of a million nuyen. Two handfuls of war calcum is more than that. You want to go down there? I, I mean, I don't. I'm 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 we're not, shirtless. We're not prepared. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I think we go down there. That's a time for a different day. That's not. That's the a phrase. time for a different day. <laughs> Last said it best. Let's go, guys. Good work. It's time to get out of here. We do we do some high fives, right? Yes. Gabe's got a Gabe's got a pilot. Gabe's Gabe's got a pilot. He's gonna do pretty well. The gate at Jast opens, and you feel a sudden rush of um, relief as you are now able to leave this weird metal prison. Even though the cage that is around Jast, um, you know, is full of holes, it's almost like you're breathing air anew as you leave this place. You get to get away from all of the terrible rust smells, the burning metal, the burning plastic, and all of that terrible shit that just pervaded the air. And Gabe uh, pilots you sort of 
jerkily through the Brooklyn archipelago, <laughs> like tilting this way and that. It's not a smooth ride. You can tell he's getting used to it. Uh, and you can hear him. He actually talks over the intercom system like every once in a while there'll be, uh, you know, a little quick acceleration or a slowdown or a too tight of a turn. Uh, and he'll say like, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm just I'm getting that. I'm getting the hang of it. So I, I apologize. I feel really bad. I'm sorry. I hope I hope no one gets seasick. Is everybody feeling OK? I'm feeling fine. Feeling great. team departs Sheepshead Bay and the Brooklyn Archipelago. They head northwest in the direction Yuri sent them to the final meeting point, the handoff location on the west side of Manhattan. They cross below downtown Manhattan and see the financial district twinkling off to the right. The bright, thick edges of the superstructure supports the rebuilt city just above sea level. To their left, the Statue of Liberty, rescued from the depths of the Hudson and replaced on a new Liberty Island, closed off to all visitors for decades now, surrounded on all sides at all times by well-armed NYPD Incorporated frigates. Cruising up the west side, the team realizes where their Johnson descending to the monument. Four massive residential skyscrapers built around the former site of the Hudson Yards, only a few years before the quakes and floods that leveled Manhattan. They remain standing, soaking in the Hudson up to their second story, thanks to the ultra-stable underwater pylons their foundation was poured onto, technology that would eventually be expanded several orders of magnitude become the superstructure top which rebuilt Manhattan sits. But no matter what the city or its engineers say, New Yorkers regard the monuments with extreme suspicion and fear. If these glass-clad buildings survived the quakes and the floods, then surely they're either in a weakened state and bound to fall at any minute, or they're cursed and they remain standing due to some unholy bargain with who knows what astral being or powerful dark magician. And so, either way, everyone avoids them. The city government, for its part, has said it's cheaper to leave them up than tear them down. And besides, they assure residents, they're perfectly safe, just dezoned, unlivable. So they remain massive, opulent, possibly cursed and wildly ambivalent testaments to the city's longevity, ingenuity, and inanity. As you approach, you can see that there's a long pier that stretches between the monuments, and at the end of it, two people. You're Johnson, Yuri, and a dwarf who's holding a briefcase. Gabe pilots the boat a little shakily, but confidently to the pier. You there? You did it! Great job! I knew I could count on all of you. All of you did fantastic. Um, I we come and get down from the boat, or I do. Uh, Lux comes and gets down from the boat. Uh, well, Yuri, um, <laughs> Are you on the towel? Yeah, you have one. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, we got her. Um, 
in the future, it's much easier to get a boat if you know which one you're getting, just so you know. <laughs> uh, but we did also get a little bit of information about... Um, okay, great, great. Uh, he turns to the dwarf uh, and he says, Heinrich, uh, go do thing. Um, so everybody's off the boat, correct? Yes. Uh, yeah. The dwarf nods and boards the boat. Um, very quiet, doesn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, you learn, you learn all sorts of things. Well, let's see the money, Yuri. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Uh, he puts a uh, hand to his ear. Uh, you can see his throat moving. He's inaudibly uh, using voice commands to his digital assistant uh, to move the funds. Bada-bing, bada-boom, as they say in the industry. Boop. You just got a account transfer from unknown. Okay, well, thank you so much, Yuri. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, I hope um, all the rest of your business goes well for you. There was... Gravy? Is that how you say it? Gravy? There's sauce on this deal. Yes, there was sauce on the side, I believe you may have said. I have questions. I receive answers. I give boon? Give help? How you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanted to know about what they were doing there at Jast, right? Yeah. Yes, I have questions about what go on Jast. Yeah. Well, look, we really appreciate you you paying um, us for the job, but the information <laughs> about what's going on at Jazz is, is is probably worth more than just New Yen or anything like that. So if you don't want to, you know, uh, deal. What's that? I have something nice. I think you like. Uh, at this moment is when Heinrich exits the boat. Heinrich, it there is fine. We have. We got it. Mm. Show it to me, Heinrich, Daddy. He throws you the briefcase. I pop open the briefcase, uh, and there's a glowing yellow light. No, I <laughs> I pop open the briefcase, uh, reach inside, and pull out like a... How would you describe it, Mike? It kind of looks like an Xbox power brick, except it's got a bunch of wires sticking out of it. Oh, baby, this. Uh, this I like. Mwah. He kisses it, puts it back in the briefcase, locks the briefcase, stands up straight and says, Now, answer, present. You tell me. You make something down in the basement. Yes, he does. What is Jazz making basement? I think you know. Magic rocks? Magic rocks. I need to hear you say. Or a calcum. Bingo bongo. <laughs> <laughs> Can we end the episode on that? <laughs> that's it. That's that's it. <clears throat> now, I promise gift. Ah, here we go. You give me answer. Do incredible job. Such wonderful people. I love working with. I want to see you again. You have number? Text. Text. Also, we just hang out. But now, I go. Your gift? You have. You take. He gestures to the boat. It's yours. Whoa. Okay. Bingo. Bongo. (laughs) I love this boat. Oh, my God. This boat? Guys, we could we could live on this thing. This thing has. Viv, we could get off of your boat. Viv sort of uh, celebrates quietly. <laughs> this thing has awesome music. We can listen to I all noticed the time. That. I TK, noticed that. TK looks at Gabe and does the honking thing again. Yeah. <laughs> can I stay with you guys? I mean, I I like you guys. Can you honk? I also can you really honk? like this boat. I can if hey if the price for me living on the boat with y'all is of every once in a while a little bit of a honk. I'm on board. Give me a honk. Gabe sort of like looks off into the distance and then realizes he can't wirelessly connect to this boat yet. Gabe? <laughs> He's like, give me a sec. And then he runs back onto the boat. <laughs> you can see him, his his little legs running. And then there's a honk. Gabe, you're on the boat. Yes, we have a new member of the crew. 
have a two-member. Okay, well, it looks like you all have fun sing song, do dance, make honk. Thanks, Jerry. Wonderful business, dude. Let us know if you get any more eggs. Yeah, let us know. Wouldn't drive this around. It is stolen. Okay, I got to go. Bye. And you realize the entire time he was standing on a sort of... Two wheeled Segway hoverboard, <laughs> and then he and Heinrich just sort of roll away. Uh, Bingo Bongo. Bingo Bongo. It's uh, two thirty in the morning on the west side of Manhattan. You have a new place to live. Yeah. yeah. You are now leaving Fun City. If you like the show and you want to get high-quality, ad-free versions of each episode, access to our Discord, and other fun episode extras, head over to patreon.com forward slash funcityventures and help keep this ship afloat. If you want to support the show, you can also tell your chums about it or give us a rating on iTunes. We've also been nominated for an Audioverse Award for Best New Improvised Program. If you want to vote for us, there's a link in the show notes. I'm Bijan Steven, and I am TK. Um, you can find me online at Bijan Steven on Twitter, which is B-I-J-A-N-S-T-E-P-H-E-N, or on Instagram, um, and you should just Google that. I'm Jen De La Vega. I am Viv. You can find me online at Randwitches. That's the word sandwiches, but just replace the S with an R. This is Nick Garcio. I play Lux Scythe. You can find me on Twitter at N-G-U-E-R-S-H. Um, and Instagram at ngercio, G-U-E-R-C-I-O. This is Shannon O'Dell. I play Lash Goodbog. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Shodell, S-H-O-D-E-L-L. This is Taylor Moore, and I play all the bad boys. I'm at Taylor.biz. My name is Mike Rignetta. I am your GM. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Rignetta. You can find the show on Twitter at Fun City Ventures. Fun City was recorded at Fortunate Horse in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. It was produced, edited, and sound designed by me, Mike Rignetta. All of the show's music is by Sam Tyndall. Our art is by Tess Stone. Our Discord mods are Olivia Gulen, Kit, and Kestrel. And the voice of Artemis is Molly Templeton. In search of some much-needed calm, Vivian Lakewood leaves the team behind and returns, alone, for the first time in a long time, to the houseboat Mirage. Sitting on its roof, trying to clear her mind, a cold mist coheres around her, and a familiar whisper pervades. And she sits bolt upright. She's actually just sitting straight on the roof of the the houseboat. And she sits upright, and the blue of her caftan starts to fade a bit because she's scared. You can see that around the houseboat, there is just uh, two concentric crowns of water droplets that are just very slowly circling. And considering that she's on the roof, uh, this is pretty high, and it's starting to uh, rise toward her. 
Viv stands up straight and she says, I am grateful for your guidance, Mother C. With Typhine's aid, we were able to conquer Jast Reclamation. We had clapped him to death. And I understand that I must pay up, as, as they say. Just in front of you in the water of the East River, in between the two concentric crowns uh, that are circling the houseboat, you see basically a little, like, portal open up as if it is ready to accept whatever offering you are about to make. I did come upon a prize during this last quest. And Viv reluctantly shuffles underneath her caftan, which is starting to fade to an even lighter sky blue because she's terrified. And she pulls out Jast's gun. Oh, I didn't. I forgot that Viv had the yeah. gun. Oh, yeah, the gun. Okay. All right. All right. And Viv sniffs uh, the air a little bit, uh, regretting this, but she throws the gun that's very heavy with two hands into the portal. The water of the portal rushes up to meet and cradle the gun, and then it slowly descends into the gray depths of the water, as if it is accepted ceremoniously uh, and very carefully by your mentor spirit, disappears under the surface, you can see the glint of it slowly fade, and then the two concentric crowns slowly sink, and a cool breeze brushes by you. And Viv's just like, oh, by Poseidon's beard. And her caftan goes right back to the ultramarine blue shade that it had been. <laughs> 